Well, I'm excited because today is the beginning of a new worship series. It's also the beginning of our stewardship emphasis as we prepare to make our commitments to underwrite the ministry here in 2021. It's an exciting time. And our series is Testing Our Faith for the Future. And today we think about how what God has for us really is beyond our imagination. Would you stand with me as we hear these words of Scripture from the book of the Revelation, chapter 7, beginning with verse 9. Hear these words. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. We take the theme of this month, Testing Our Faith, from the prophet Malachi. In his writings, chapter 3, verse 10, is a very interesting passage where God is speaking through the prophet. And God calls the people to bring all the tithes into the storehouse and test me to see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a great blessing. Sometimes people feel uncomfortable with that passage because we think we shouldn't test God or tempt God. But the prophet knows what God is up to in these words. God speaks this for our sake. Our response to God with our giving is a test of our faith, not of God's faithfulness. Our response to God in giving is a test of our faith in a God who has proven over and over again to be trustworthy. Our response to God in giving is a test of our faith in a future that we know for certain God is calling us. And so we welcome this time together as a community to test our faith in God and in the future and in the blessings that we know are ours. So we begin this journey with this magnificent scene in the Revelation, a scene that is beyond imagination. Because experiences beyond our imagination always stick with us. Those are moments that don't fade in our minds. 
and in our memories. Moments that are beyond our imagination stay with us. When I was a little boy, my daddy would occasionally take my brother and I up to Little Rock to go to the baseball game. And we would go to see the Arkansas Travelers, a double-A team. And they played in this marvelous little wooden stadium right in downtown Little Rock. And those are some of my favorite times. Those experiences were warm and my memories of those are precious. That was my experience of seeing baseball in this little wooden stadium in Little Rock. But then when I was in the fifth or sixth grade, my dad's sister, my Aunt Mary Lee, and her husband, my Uncle John, were going to St. Louis on a business trip. And for some reason, they took me and a cousin of mine to St. Louis with them. And they made arrangements for us to see a baseball game in Bush Stadium and watch the Cardinals play the Reds and get to see Johnny Bench, my favorite player. Well, just going to St. Louis would have been enough. That might as well have been the moon. I'd never been that far away from home in my life. And I'll never forget when we go to that stadium, it was not a little wooden stadium. <laughs> it was this massive concrete thing the likes of which I had never seen and we made our way up level after level in the crowded concourse and then we stepped out into the stands I had never seen grass as green or dirt as red or a sky as blue as it was that day it was beyond this baseball loving little boy's imagination to think that you could grow up and play baseball in a place like this. And that experience has stayed with me. Over 50 years later, I can tell you exactly what I saw and tell you exactly what I felt in that moment that was beyond my imagination. Well, our text offers that kind of image to the struggling church. It's written by an exiled leader, an elder, to a struggling, persecuted church. Things are not going well at the end of the first century for the disciples this letter was written to. There's political persecution by the Roman Empire. There's religious persecution by some of their Jewish connections. There is personal persecution as even their own families rejected them because of their decision to follow Jesus. The disciples were not winning and the future looks bleak. And when we lose hope, all those years ago, just like today, when we lose hope, all we can see is the water in which we're drowning. There's nothing else in our heart. So then comes this vision on the breath of the Spirit. It's a look at their future 
that was already in the heart of God the reality. The disciples see a multitude beyond counting. From every nation and every tribe and every language and every people, it's a multitude of people who couldn't be more different than, their, than each other. And what unites them is that they're all wearing white robes. And they're all praising the Lamb and the God of their salvation. Talk about an image beyond your imagination. Can you imagine what these struggling, defeated, frightened disciples must have thought in that difficult time? In this vision, there is nothing persecuted about the multitude. In this vision, there is nothing that's weak or failing or frightened or hopeless. It was beyond their imagination. You see, John knew that if he could get these beleaguered disciples to look beyond the moment and catch a glimpse of the future, they would know once more in their heart that God could be trusted and that they were a part of something big that God was working in the world. Something so big it was beyond imagination. Well, today is World Communion Sunday. And it's a day that helps Christians everywhere to look beyond ourselves and beyond this one moment and catch a glimpse of just how fantastic and amazing and unimaginable the work of God called the church really is. It's a reminder to us that the church is about who God is. And the church is about what God is doing. And the church is about what God has done. The church is a part of the great kingdom of God. Where like in our text, it's not about our differences. It's about what ties us together. Our love and trust and praise of Jesus and the God of our salvation. Every time I read this text, I think of the old Penn State football tradition where no one gets their name on their jersey. They just wear the navy and white. Because when they're there, they're no longer just themselves. They're a part of the team. And in my mind, that's what these white robes do. They take these people who are of every shape and size, speak every language from every culture, and in those white robes, we all look the same to one another, the way we always have looked to God. This day, people all around the globe are celebrating the life and death and resurrection of Jesus through Holy Communion. Through our giving, we are a part of this multitude beyond counting. In our tradition, we pay into a ministry fund called the Apportionments. Every church 
take some of the money given to that local congregation and we pass it on. And through our apportionments, we are a part of this global church. We have missionaries in over 60 countries. We educate pastoral leaders at 13 theological schools and seminaries and through Africa University, raising up leaders on the continent of Africa. We are a part of ministries locally here at the district level and at the conference level and at the jurisdictional level and at the general church level. It's beyond our imagination what we're a part of when we give to God through the church. We could never do any of those things on our own. But together, we are a part of something beyond our imagination. But here at Sun Creek, we really shouldn't be surprised. We should have great faith in the future because God has been with us in ways beyond our imagination. When the COVID pandemic came and the world changed, when it changed the way we worship and the way we go to work, and the way we go to school, and how long our hair gets, and what we do in our leisure time. Everything in our lives changed. And I believe that we would be fine. Because I believe in God and I believe in you. But I'm too honest a person to say, it's beyond my imagination what God has done and how God has blessed us as a church in these days. Let's take a look at some exciting things. Since March, we've averaged 500 people in worship online, week in, week out, for all these months. That's wonderful, isn't it? We've not been in one place, but we've been a worshiping community, strong as if when we were here together. Youth and children and music, our preschool, our adult ministers have more classes and more people involved in groups and classes than we ever have. Through our media and communications ministry, 6,000 different people have been touched with the messages we send. The fun things the opportunities, the challenging things. It's exciting, isn't it? To realize that at this time when it would be so easy like those disciples of long ago to feel defeated and discouraged, this is what our reality is. But we've not only done that in taking care of ourselves. Look at what we've done just since August in two months in mission and service to our community in our world. Food drives and school supplies, ramp builds. It's amazing. God has blessed us and we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God can be trusted. And so it's fitting that on this World Communion Sunday we begin to consider and to make our commitments of what we will give to God through Sun Creek in the coming year. 
We know when we give to God we're spiritually blessed. We know for a fact that in this place we're blessed to see the results of our giving. God blesses our giving in ways that is beyond our imagination even in these crazy times. We can't begin to imagine what blessings lie ahead for us in the coming year. It's beyond our imagination. We're going to come to this table in a moment. A table that reminds us that God's love is well beyond our imagination. Every time we think of what Jesus did for us, that Jesus would lay down his life that we might have forgiveness and grace. It's beyond my imagination, though I've been telling this story for 45 years. I still can't get my mind around how great God's love is for us. So when we come, let us open our hearts. Let us embrace all that God has for us in trust and in faith and in joy. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.